Welcome back. You are listening to another episode of KeepTheChange.co.nz's Money Mail. And this, gonna, this one's going to be a quick one because we've covered most of this as an interview with Luke Nichols from Keyhook. But I do want to run something past you. I've seen something very interesting over the last 48 hours and I just recorded a quick Instagram story. I'm in here Saturday morning at 10.56am at the time of this I've just shot up from the middle of Auckland City up to my office and I've gone up Queen Street, one of the busiest streets in the country, apparently, or maybe used to be, and there's a big fucking line, so I'll tell you about that, but listen to the story that I just put onto Instagram. Place, you know, yesterday we've got uh, old love selling her panties to some panty sniffers making an extra buck. I've just come up Queen Street and I've seen a bunch of people lined up outside of Foot Locker. What the fuck is on sale at Foot Locker that people are lining up for? I once got taught, if you want to get rich, sell dumb shit to dumb people. I thought, fuck, surely that's not right. But hey, here I am on a Saturday, emptying the bin, no taskers below me, about to add a little bit of extra value in the hope that one day I'll crack it. I mean, I've already cracked it, but anyway, fuck, what world we live in. Well, there you go. So yesterday I got a message from somebody on Keep the Change and they said, oh, please keep this anonymous. And I said, this is going up on the story. Thank you for sending it in. And they were explaining how they've uh, made a bit of coin selling some uh, of their used panties and socks and things like that on some various websites. So I've been following you for a while back in October 2021. Good stuff. And always see your advice around increasing income to beat inflation and get ahead either by side hustle, asking for a raise, etc. Well, I took your advice and I did both. Exemplary student. I got a 10k raise and started selling my used socks and panties online. I've made 3k in my first month. So yeah, thanks for the advice. Ha 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 ha. And as you can imagine, when I put this on the story, this one went kind of nuts. And people are asking, hey, come on, what's the go here? What's the website? So if you are keen to get into this craze. Uh, there's a few sites, apparently one's called Feet Finder, uh, the other is called Panty Deal, another is called Sniffer with no E, S-N-I-F-F-R, and the other is called Sophia Gray, S-O-F-I-A-G-R-A-Y, two words, Sophia Gray. You do you, just whatever. And I got taught a long time ago, you know, if you want to make a lot of money in the world, sell dumb shit to dumb people. And I thought that is the reverse of everything I have been taught. I've been taught and learnt, add more value, add more value, add more value. And that's the path that I've chosen in my life. And I constantly try to find ways to add more value to the world, to my clients, to the people around me, to you know, you guys listening, in the understanding that the world will eventually transact back with you with money. So I will get paid for that value. But here we have... People selling dumb shit to dumb people. I don't know, actually, I'm not sure if you're supposed to use that word anymore. Apologies, I'm not meaning to offend anyone. But what the fuck? There is a market out there where people want to buy used panties, etc. So this person basically told me, like I didn't get into too much detail, but said, like, buy them cheap and then I'll resell them with some picks and make a margin in the middle. And I've made, I think it's a US buyer, so it probably has to get sent off overseas. But just whatever. You know, if you want to make a dollar in this day and age, there is no excuse. And it can be done. Now, this person also said to me, I'm going to do it until I've stacked 20K and that's it. But maybe this is the perfect way to build a side hustle. For some people, it will just be not their thing, too immoral. No, I came up in a Christian environment, perhaps that's not for me. You know, you've probably, like, there'll be some people that will just flat out be like, that is just not on. You, you should not be doing that. But, Man, sex sells, right? I got taught that too, and that's true. 
You know, the porn industry is massive. Does anyone get through life without looking at some form of porn? Like, I don't know. Um, sex toys, sex stores, all those sorts of things. Look at the massive apps, Bumble and stuff. People trying to find some love and some, some sex and whatnot. But here all of us are just battling away, trying to figure out how can we do it. Anyway, I come up Queen Street this morning and here's a line of young people waiting outside Foot Locker. Probably about to fucking swipe their afterpays. Oh, yeah, I'll pay it off in six payments. Good on you. I'm like, what is for sale in there? Like, I actually don't know. So if you do know, I'm sure someone will message back to my Instagram story. But so, you know, maybe I've lost the the next set of Yeezys that are coming out or the, uh, I don't even know. Like, I'm so out of the loop with sneakers. And if that's your thing, like, hey, cool. I'm all for, you know, using your money to buy things that you want and using your money. See what I said there? Like, your money. The money that you earn, not debt, not someone else's credit, not your future self's money, because you've then got to go and pay it back to buy the things that you're getting now, not learning about delaying gratification. But anyway, you know, I'm grinchy on that shit, so I don't want to keep going on about it. Clear your debt, gone, get rid of it. Um, but yeah, amazing, dumb shit, people willing to buy it. There's a line of people, obviously excess demand, good on them. If that's the thing, hey, cool, no judgment here, but there are a million different ways to add income to your life, and this person yesterday has shown us one that's just so out of the blue, right? Selling used things from around the house. They said there are copious amounts of things listed on that site that are way gnarlier than what they are selling, and they're going for more. So those websites again, no, you have to hit rewind and figure out what they were if you wanted to dig into that. But hey, like honestly, you know, when people get backed into a corner, they're willing to do shit that they ordinarily wouldn't do. And maybe you're listening to this and you're in one of those holes where you're like, fuck, how did I get myself to this level of debt? How did I get to a point where I don't have an emergency fund by age whatever? Jeez. Maybe for some it's I'm going to get a border and that's what I'm going to do to kind of realign my finances for someone else. It might be OnlyFans selling photos of their feet. It could be uh, selling their used panties, whatever. It's very easy for us to judge these different people, right? And I'm fucking tempted to as well. But people got to do what they got to do, right? And that is why they do what they do. Very, very simple. Anyway, you and I today, very quickly, we're going to talk about New Zealand's biggest property manager, question mark. And if you haven't listened, I think you should go back and listen to the interview that I did with Luke Nichols from Keyhook. He sat down with me for an hour and told me all about this venture. I'd met him before, and their lads, they'd been listening to Keep the Change as well, which is pretty cool. And I'm trying to find people in the community that can inspire other people in the community to perhaps take a crack later on in life. We'll just get some insight as to what it's like to do some of the things that they're doing. I did a great interview this week with Logan, uh, yeah, with Logan Donnelly that'll be coming out later on as well. You might have seen him on TV talking about how to save over $5,000 by simply comparing what you're paying for your internet, your power, your insurance, all those different types of things and figuring out how he was going to make it through those early years of coming into fatherhood and having a, a baby and getting through that that period and that first um, hump and completely becoming a, a new person. So that's really cool. You'll get that one out soon as well. Mike and I have been cranking through some pods. I've done a, an individual one as well about getting through 2023 So there is a barrage, I think is the word, of content coming for you. And it's designed to get you thinking differently, to inspire you, to keep you on the right track, to keep your mind on your money, 
and not do as much dumb shit as I used to do and maybe your old self used to do as well. But also before we sit down and rip into this week, I just want to say a big thanks to everyone reading and listening. In January, we saw over 14,000 listeners to this podcast. So hello and welcome to you. You, yeah, I'm looking at you. You might be new around here. That's pretty cool. There was a lot of new listeners. I think 12,500 was the biggest listenership we'd had previously. Now 14,000. Maybe that's 14,000 plus about 6,000 readers. Probably close to 20% of the goal to have 100,000 people thinking about their financial literacy. It's awesome to see as well during a holiday month. When In early January, I showed Mikey some stats. He was like, oh, what's the stats been like for the downloads? I said, check out the first couple of days of January. I tell you what, you weren't listening to fucking financial literacy podcasts. I'll give you the tip. Next to nothing. About a couple of hundred downloads across the entire catalogue of podcasts. So you were probably shaking yourself off from a giant New Year's Eve um, I think Mikey and I came in here on New Year's Eve or New Year's Day and did a podcast. What about New Year's Day? A bit sick for it. Yeah, I think I was in here on New Year's Anyway, I'm a geek, not you. But let's get geeking. Last week, I sat down with a Kiwi looking to completely transform an industry. That's right, transform an industry. One of my favorite parts of my role is getting to speak to Kiwis who want to do something big. Because I'm not a huge thinker. Like, I've had to teach myself to think bigger. But sometimes... I look at what people are thinking about, I'm like, wow, I just don't think that big. That is pretty cool. So Luke Nichols is one of the young fellas behind Keyhook, which is built to help landlords better manage their rental property. It literally does everything a property manager does for a fraction of the price and via their technology. You can collect the rent, do inspections, get your repairs sorted, and even fulfill the initial bond tenancy process via their solution. It's all done through an app that they've put uh, together, purpose-built from scratch. I said to Luke, mate, you're going to end up being the biggest property manager in New Zealand. And he quickly corrected me, no, the globe. And it was such a cool, that was my favorite piece of sitting down with Luke because he's genuinely looked at me like, no, mate, not New Zealand, the globe. So as Kiwis, we're often taught to, we aren't often taught to think big and we stick to our levels of, oh, you know, stay humble, don't forget your roots, um, well, you know, you came from a small town, oh, it's little old New Zealand, but then when the All Blacks were like, oh, we punch above our weight in that area or all this shit, it's weird that we kind of bring everyone down and tell them to be like, you know, think small, but then when we do, we're like, oh, you know, we punch above our weight, you know, we kind of go the other way. So we don't have, I think, those principles of big think and I have studied a lot of people in America and the things that they're doing in business and things and they're just on another level like as an example Phil and I in our next advisory accounting practice we've got clients across every industry now in America in one state you can be like fuck that we're just solely going to pick the restaurant industry or solely going to pick entertainment or we're going to pick dentists or we're going to pick lawyers and you just become the person in that state or across the surrounding states for people to come to for their accounting and business advice in their industry. And you just niche into that and you can just scale that and that's the only type of clients you have. And then you build a team that are really familiar with them and so it becomes easier and faster, right? Because you've just got one type of area that you're focusing on. And that's all good and well in a, in a, in a country that's got 300 something million people. Um, but here in New Zealand, obviously it's a lot smaller. So we end up having to go wider and sort of being everything to everybody and it doesn't always work and you still can niche in New Zealand if you find a big enough pocket or big enough audience to be able to have a crack at but uh, it's just a example how in a bigger country they then think bigger because it just genuinely and generally is bigger. 
So this is obviously good and bad for us here in New Zealand that we don't think big like this. But, you know, Luke and his team have decided to tackle the world and not just stick to New Zealand. This is going to be an interesting journey to follow because they only started in 2019 and have refined their solution and they continue to before launching more publicly after a lot of testing and they launched in late 2022. It's only February bloody 2023. They've already had thousands of users sign up and haven't pushed too hard on the marketing front yet either. So I'm really excited to see where this goes for these guys and can they handle the growth when it comes. Uh, Keyhook is focused on a better experience for the tenant too. At Keyhook, we believe tenancies are a two-way partnership and are more successful when there is effective effective communication. Good one, Luke. It'd be good if you could say it. Effective communication and cooperation between the landlord and the tenant. With features like guided remote inspections and one-click maintenance, Keyhook enables tenants to be proactive in looking after the well-being of their homes and enables landlords to provide a safe, compliant home to their tenants. This is a good example of seeing a gap in the market and having a crack at providing a solution. Now, building a platform is no easy task, though. You need a good product, you need investment, a team, awareness, and a lot of hustle. Now, I just want to touch on that investment piece because I think a lot of people will say, oh, you know, I've got this big idea and I want to do this and I've got to build a platform and, you know, where could I go for some investment? Well, shit. That is, you know, something that I would then go and ask someone like Luke and be like, okay, how do you go about that part? And we could probably do a complete separate podcast on that. But people aren't just going to give you money because you, you think your idea is cool. They're going to want to see you really sell it to them of why they should invest in you, not just your idea, in you, because you're going to be the one driving it. And that's what people are doing. They're risking their money. And thousands of these go wrong every single year. So there's a lot that goes into it. You need a good product. You need a good pitch. You need to be able to sell it to people. Then you're going to get some investment. Then you've actually got to fucking get a team and build the whole thing out. Then you've got to get some awareness. And then you've got to try and sign people up. And then you've got to figure out how does it actually work. So it's not just like, oh, there's a gap in the market. I'm just going to, I'm going to create this platform and bang, I'll, I'll be a multi-millionaire. That shit doesn't really happen like that. Now, this prop- property technology solution is already years in the making as well, and they're only just starting as such. They've been thinking about this and refining it for a long time, so don't be fooled into thinking, shit, you know, this is going to become an overnight celebrity type situation. So I've also got here, so don't be fooled as well when you think starting something tech-based can, simp- can be as simple as, you know, turning it on and then you're away, because there's also someone involved that's done this multiple times and has worked in America, Silicon Valley, and gets tech, so has all of those skills and knows what to do. There's a high chance that you wouldn't, I wouldn't, and that's where you need experience. But people aren't just going to drop what they're working on to come work on your cool idea. So please don't take this as a like, oh, we can all go out there and start some tech solution and and it'll just take off because that's not really how the world works. Now what I see with this technology, it looks to have the ability to entirely disrupt the property management space and Luke explains this on the podcast I recorded with him. You can listen to that. Uh, just find that in the catalogue. Most landlords will be focused on the financial side of the solution, which makes sense, right? So that's what they're going to look at. Now, at present, a landlord pays about 8% to have their property managed by a property manager. Now, the national median rent is around $580 a week. If you multiply that by 52 weeks, and you have thirty or you have $30,000, basically. 8% of this is $2,400. Keyhook will cost you less than $300 to perform the same duties. That extra saved might cover the taxes the landlord are currently being faced with or chunk down the mortgage faster and create a huge compound impact over time. I'm excited to see where these young Kiwis take this. Hopefully they can scale this to the world and we have another Kiwi success story to inspire a generation of entrepreneurs and bigger thinkers. Keyhook are also hiring like crazy, so if you are into your tech and the startup 
startup world, check them out. They don't have jobs and careers listed on the website, but drop them a contact and say like, hey, what's available? I'd be keen on getting involved with this. Um, the team have also said if you want to try it out, you can for three months for free. I don't have a rental, so there's no point in me having a crack, but you might or you might know someone. You might just want to check it out. You can sign up and use the uh, promo code KTC, like capitals KTC, and you'll get three months for free as well. And I'm pretty sure you get to list your rental on TradeMe as well for free if you want to, but uh, you don't have to try it out. But it'll be interesting for some people just to see what does this tech actually look like and is it all that it's hyped up to be? Again, I don't have a rental, so it's not for me, but I'm sure uh, some of you will end up reporting back to me and let me know the ups and the downs of it. Have a big thinking weekend. You are part of over 6,800 recipients, whole baby, and over 14,000 listeners. Do you know someone you could share this with? Chuck something on your story. I would appreciate that. Tag, keep the chance till we see it as well. Did you know nearly one in three households rent their homes in New Zealand? 42% of these tenancies are managed by residential property managers. So if we're thinking about thinking big and uh, offering a solution to the market, you know, these boys know that one third of people are living in a rental effectively. Well, maybe not one third, but one third of the houses in New Zealand are rented. And I'm a renter. Now, 42% of these tenancies are managed by residential property managers. Mine is. I've got a building manager. It's part of an apartment complex, but mine's managed. And the landlord, I never really hear from. Like, I don't, I haven't met them. It's, I just deal with the property manager. So I could potentially work directly with my landlord through a solution like Keyhook. There will obviously be a lot of people that will never use something like this and just say, oh, it can't work. But there's 2,000 landlords, I think it is, already having a crack. So landlords are usually landlords because they're investing and they're trying to make more money and they're trying to make capital gains. If they can find a way to save over two grand a year, what do you think they're going to do? They're probably going to want to use it, aren't they? So this could be become something that us tenants end up using a lot more as well, and it becomes a lot more common. And there's so much that this can do because it can collect data, it can build a, uh, a history, Keyhook can build a history of our tenancy relationships and whether we've missed payments and all those types of things, and that's going to be available when we go to our next rental property as well. So this is going to be very interesting to see how this goes, and you might want to listen to the entire podcast if you haven't, just to understand what these lads are building out. And I think there's a team of about 12 of them at the moment, and they'll have to get bigger. I see Henry in New Zealand, H-N-R-Y, which is an accounting solution, just blowing our industry to bits. It's the biggest accountant in New Zealand, and they're not even accountants, so there you go. Uh, they've just got another round of funding, and they're about to double their team size as well, so a tech solution scaling into Australia. And... Shearsies, I see, have changed their pricing. They've got a huge team. I wonder how they're going financially. I do wonder. But anyway, we might uh, be able to follow that story as it goes. But I'm fairly sure our investments should be safe. Um, I'm literally... I'm tapping wood here. I'm fucking tapping wood. Um, Surely, if they got into trouble, we'd still be able to keep our shares and sell them. But hey, you know, I'm uh, hopeful that nothing bad happens in that space. But they've scaled, they've scaled quickly, another Kiwi success story. Can they keep it up? Who knows? Let's keep an eye on it. But here's our next one to keep an eye on. And this is coming from within the Keep the Change community, which is really, really cool. So Keyhook, check it out if you haven't already. Maybe you are a real estate agent, a property manager yourself. They're already using it to increase their own efficiency. If you're a landlord, if you've got a database of landlords, they have a referral type scheme where I think, well, I shouldn't call it a scheme, but a partnership program where if you sign other people up that end up um, listing their houses and stuff, you might get 
a portion of the rent that's paid over time. So I think some of the mortgage advisors down the lower end of the country have done that for a number of their clients who are in the space and have been advocates for them and are getting a bit of a, a rebate each month from that. And Luke tells the story on the podcast. So there's heaps to it in there. But if you don't have a rental and you think you just want to sell some panties, we'll go back to the start of this because you can probably jump on those websites that I mentioned, uh, Feet Finder, Panty Deal, Sniffer and Sophia Gray, and just have a crack at making some coin that way. I hope that you're having a great start to the year. It's crazy that it's February already. Shout out to everybody impacted by the floods. I hope you're safe and well. Please keep your chin up. Humans, we're very resilient people. We'll bounce back. This is another good example of it. Watch people bounce back from this. Watch the nation bounce back from it. Hopefully, wherever you are in your financial journey, if you're struggling at the moment, stay in the fight. Remember, you'll bounce back as well. Make a considered effort and put some direction towards improving your shit, and it will happen. It doesn't happen quickly. We can get ourselves into financial trouble very quickly, but it takes a long time to get it out. That's the road ahead of us. We've just got to step up, and we just have to do it. It's a long, old life out there, so let's build some good habits and make sure that we don't become the people lining up at Foot Locker buying fuck knows what on a Saturday morning. Hey, if you're still there, someone's told me that apparently it's NBA players signing autographs. So that's what people are lining up. People are queuing up at 4am. Hey, good on you if you're into the NBA after I've just mugged all these people off. There we go. All right. Be seeing you.